Hello, everybody. Welcome to Never Seen It Podcast. I am your host, Justin, and my uh, co-host slash guests for the night, uh, we have Anthony. Hello, hello. And over here, we have Arnold. Hey, what's up, everybody? Alex. Well, hello there. Nikki. What up, y'all? And that's everybody in attendance for today. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a little bit about what this podcast is. And originally, it started off as uh, Myra's Exposure. And the concept of the whole podcast was that uh, Myra, who was my ex, um, was not exposed to certain types of movies growing up, such as like what we grew up with. Back to the Future, Terminator, Star Wars, the all crow. the cult classics and things like that. And uh, the podcast didn't you know, turn out too well, but I wanted to revitalize it with you guys and kind of make it more open-ended. So it's kind of like not just about one person's take on uh, these movies that we consider classics, but instead it's like movies that we ourselves have not seen before. So you're exposing yourself to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so wonderful. Just <laughs> unzipping it we're, we're and all letting ex- it all out there, you know? We're, we're all exposing each other to each other. This is right. a safe place. <laughs> Vulnerable. We're exposing each other. But uh, the idea behind it is that we absolutely love all these classic movies. However, the people that didn't have the privilege to get around to watching them uh, they have a little bit of uh, different viewpoints on the films that we absolutely love. And I kind of want to delve into that and kind of see what their idea of these movies are um, compared to what, you know, obviously we're biased and we want to, um, you know, we're all obviously going to praise these movies no matter what, but it's kind of a different uh, way of getting a different viewpoint. Yeah, we were all born at different t- eras and times. Uh, Arnold is my younger brother. He was born in 83. I was born in 78. Um, I I was able to watch Star Wars and Return of the Jedi, but he was born a little bit after Return of the Jedi or I think during the time, but he still wouldn't wasn't able to watch it. So he was born kind of more the era of the Ninja Turtles. So that's a different time period where kids were into things. And so Star Wars already had, already had their day and, you know, they moved on to a different pop era of pop culture. And that was like Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, I believe, were like that era as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he missed that door. He missed that window. So now his, his opportunity to be able to check out a movie he's never watched. After being alive on this earth for like thir- thirty-five years, thirty-five, we'll be thirty-six soon. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta find, I guess, you know, that B movie Star Wars. You know, it's really hard to come by in <laughs> yeah. this world, especially uh, now. That, so, that, that hard to find indie <laughs> flick. Jeez. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this question, um, and also for the listeners, just to let you know, to, tonight's movie or today's movie uh, is going to be Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Um, Arnold, my, my question to you to uh, first off is, um, which Star Wars movies have you watched and why have you missed episode four? The only one I've watched was, oh, was it Empire Strikes Back? I believe we watched it in the theater. So the sixth one in the series? Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> third one to be released, sixth in the series. Oh, was it the third? I, I don't know. That was the fifth. I mean, was it the yeah, fifth? Yeah. Oh, Empire's am I? Oh, I'm the, oh, well then. 
I'm a bad host. <laughs> bad host. Oh, I'm terrible. Man, to be even flogged. I knew that. I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that's uh, so. Is that the only one that you saw, or did you see like the you know, episode seven and eight? Uh, I remember. At all? I remember trying to watch uh, this. I believe this first one just to fit in with my brothers, mm-hmm. with Alex and Donnie. But uh, I didn't really follow Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, none of those. Oh, so you're you're no, the guy in the theater so. that's going like, yeah, Skywalker, go Skywalker, <laughs> bang bang, <laughs> bang bang, fire it up. Then when we watched Jedi, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back in the theater, it didn't make any sense to me, and I was thinking like, why do people? like this movie so much why, why are people such big fans I, I was i was even like falling asleep in there and um i, I thought it was good but just didn't think it was great how how long ago was that though must have been what new know. hope came out and it, it was it was when it 77 yes yeah, hold, hold on hold on wait so was, empire came out though in like the late 70s early 80s like right 79 or oh, i'm th- i'm calling i'm i'm thinking of the wrong one then are you thinking of are you thinking of like one of the newer ones like last jedi or force awakens or even like the prequel stuff see yeah, like see there there you go you don't even know maybe it was like during the days when you were like too too half of them on weed or whatever i probably was yeah i wanted to have the munchies so i can yeah, Empire came back in eighty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a while. You, were, you weren't born yet, dude. <laughs> then, then, which was the one that came out like in the late? 90s? Did you watch it in the theaters with us? Was it the yeah. one with Natalie Portman? I think so. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so it was either like trilogy. it was either Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace because I don't think you watched it. Watched oh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Did you, did you see that... them fighting over lava? Oh, Phantom, um, Phantom of the Menace is, is with the dude that has like. A red and Liam black Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's the first that one. That one came Phantom out in 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, ni- okay. that, that must have been the one then. Mm. Yeah. With the horns and everything. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't judge Star still... Wars off that trilogy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best one. So, what, so the, uh, from Don't what, talk shit about Jar Jar. <laughs> from what people told me, that was a bad one to start on. Like, if, <clears> if you never watched Star Wars, that that that's not the best one to start with. The that, purists will say that. The purists will yeah. say that. Yeah. People who like grew up on the original trilogy, A New Hope, uh, Empire, and Je- Return of the Jedi, those were the ones. That, those are the people who the people who grew up on those ones will be like, "Oh, that's the worst one to like start on." But kids who grew up around the Phantom Menace, you know, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, they they they've grew, grown up and they're like, "We love that trilogy." Well, and then it spins off of that, too, because the Clone Wars series and the animated series, you know, exactly. I think our generation has a lot more extended universe like connection and knowledge because that's kind of what we got, right? I mean, the original stuff kind of came out a little before we were born, uh, so we were kind of experiencing it. As our parents were watching it, we saw all the edits, so we didn't yeah. get to see, you know, Han shoot first or anything like that. But there is there's this weird hot debate, you know, between... You know, does that that second trilogy suck? Or now, you know, with this new trilogy that just came out, now people are talking crap about this trilogy. Yeah, all so the people y- who were into <laughs> into like the the first three, yeah, and the other the, the prequels are talking are all talking crap about yeah. this one. So I mean, really, nobody's ever happy, right? Exactly. So it's just one of those things where people, yeah, people say like, oh, well, is this should I start here or should I start here? You know, especially when you're doing marathons too. Well, where do you start? Do you start with the original trilogy? Do you start at the beginning? 
you know what? Just okay for marathons. I kind of see where you're going to go with this. I think you have to start with the original trilogy when you're doing marathons because it throws off the storytelling if you don't. You start with the Mandalorian. Ah, uh, no, for a, for a for a marathon? I'm kidding. Hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Mandalorian is probably the best Star Wars property to come out. Um, oh yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying, dude. It's really good. I love. I it. have not seen I, it. <laughs> I have the luxury of relying on you guys to tell me which is the best one to start with, and and you know what's funny? Um, and this is you, the perfect you, movie when you, when you, to start with. This is a great one to start with. Yeah. When you said that Star Wars A New Hope, I didn't even know. I never even heard of A New Hope, that part. Wow, really? <laughs> well, it's because uh, when, when I know when this movie came out uh, for advertisement, they didn't they didn't necessarily advertise it as A New Hope. They just advertised it as Star Wars yeah. or even uh, The Star Wars. Right. Yeah, when I, I was when I was growing up, yeah, it, it didn't have that mm-hmm. name, oh, I know. you know? He knew about stuff before you were born, huh? He knew. Anyways, you were saying? But New Hope got tacked on as they started coming out with the yeah. sequels because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, now we have to differentiate and we can't have it be Star Wars, Star Wars Empire Strikes. Oh. So then it's like, okay, well, actually, guys, that one we released two years ago, it was, that was a New Hope. So, you know, now. <laughs> Surprise! For mar- yeah, for marketing thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But then in the initial release, when they have the title screen, it's just Star Wars, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what have you? So have you seen anything of? I mean, the, the Star Wars has been so you know just everywhere in <laughs> pop culture, especially the last couple years with Disney buying it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, what have you seen from this? What have you not seen from the original Star Wars? Yeah, you you've been to Disneyland multiple times and you've had to have walked through Galaxy's Edge. I'm sure you're going to be conflating a couple things, being like, oh, well, isn't, uh, you know, so d- doesn't this happen or, you know, Luke does, it's like, okay, well, that's in the third one, the second one, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, so uh, what do you know about the original trilogy, about Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, you know, all of these guys? Um, what, what Star Wars knowledge are you walking into? This isn't uh, Harrison Ford, he's Han Solo? Th- yeah. That, well, there goes that trivia question for the night. Know, um, mm-hmm. There's Chewbacca, right? I see him at Comic Con all the time. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's true. Why are you guys laughing? That's that's factual. No, it's, it's, it's definitely relevant. I, yeah, it's totally. so played by Peter Mayhew. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, right. Rest oh, in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. He did. That dude yeah, has no. the largest hands. I shook his hand at a con once. And it like it, I swear his fingers went halfway up my forearm. Jesus, that guy scares me. Even to this day, I'm afraid of him. He, nice he seems guy. super gentle, but I I think he's yeah. a rough lover. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I, I met Hulk Hogan <laughs> once. Blast rough lovers. I met Hulk Hogan once. He had gigantic. His hands were was like a speaking of like rough a, lovers. A, base, a baseball mitt. Anyway. Um, well, uh, what else do I know? Uh, but I, yeah, I have been through Disneyland, um, the um, Star Wars land. It looks really cool. You know who R two D two is? Yes, I do know R two D two. C three PO. C three PO. Yep, okay. I, I got that pop also. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I just I remember no, that's one thing that that I gravitated towards when I first um, when I watched it to be cool in front of my brothers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really liked. I gravitated towards R two D two and C three PO. You like that relationship? But, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate bromance, yeah. right? But, you know, it's kind of Bert whatever and they would do, uh, ride or die. I, I never really understood what what their part in the story was. It was just like, all right, there they are, the movie. What are they gonna do now? 
<laughs> you know, th- th- that's something that we don't often talk about, right? Yeah. The the role that R two D two and C three PO have throughout the the Star Wars universe. They have They're such a very significant role, important in the, characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, apparently, in the this final movie, according to leaks, C three PO has a huge role. Yep, that's what I've been kind of picking up on too. Yeah. Final, as in, there's another one that's coming out. Or oh like, yeah, if you three... see the teaser trailer, have you seen the teaser trailer to the new one, or whatever trailer to the new one? There's like, oh, yeah, a scene. you know how many <laughs> Star Wars movies no. there are, right? <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's uh, eleven, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're close. We're yeah. close. Yeah, right. I would say yeah. Oh, if you include, if you include like um, Solo, and you include Rogue, Rogue One, one. that's eleven. Um, yeah, yeah that's and there's also about. there's also a, um, don't say the Christmas special. No, not the Christmas. I have. I, I'm trying to download the Christmas special <laughs> so I can show Nikki over here, um, one of these days. But um, there's also like this other thing that they did. I forget. It was called like the uh, the Shadow of Something. It's kind of like a. It was a fan made thing, but apparently it was canon. I'm not sure. Huh. It's, it's in. It's you Shadow can look of the it Empire. Up on, no, it's called Shadow Something, or maybe I'm mistaken. I should have done more research on that. But there's also like another thing that's supposedly. Before um, episode one, interesting. Oh, yeah. Did you say canon? Like, it's yeah. canon, like Nick like, Cannon. Like the, <laughs> yeah, Nick Cannon Nick is Cannon, part of yeah. like when like the cameras. Yeah, oh, Canon cameras. No, that's why the Canon cameras shaped like Nick Cannon. <laughs> um, anyway, Canon uh, Cannon, Cannon so means speaking history. Of, um, speaking of trailers, uh, well, I'm going to show you some box cover posters and uh, box art covers. Obviously, we have the. Uh, uh, and which one? This one's the 2000... This is post-2004 copyright. Post-2004 so. copy. Okay, so uh, we have the special edition Star Wars uh, Episode Four: New Hope. Uh, go ahead and take a look at the box cover. And, and that's, just, the, that's the version uh, of the, the film that we're going to be watching today. Yes. This now, is, you know... The, yeah, unfortunately, I'm trying to get the despecialized version at the moment but it's like 30 bucks and i don't have the money right now but we'll get that and later. Who has a vhs player anymore either actually um they you do have a vhs i do have a vhs player nice. <laughs> i have an old crt tv because it has a vhs player in it built oh, in nice. i still have it in my dad's garage yeah i want to get a new one but anyway besides the fact so um judging based off of uh the box cover what what is your initial idea of just based on the cover itself, what's your initial idea of like what the movie's about? Uh, do you know most of the characters on the box art? Um, just give me, give me what, what's the, what are the first few things that come to your head? First thing is like, oh man, I've seen that at Disneyland. <laughs> uh, the, the, the spaceship on there. <laughs> then, but then I'll, I'll, I was also thinking, oh, this is the the OG one. This is this is the this looks like original. Yeah, like from 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 what I. At least from what I think, you know, Harrison Forty looks way younger. Um, the the lady uh, didn't she pass away? She did. A couple, yes. couple years back. Rest in peace, R- Carrie R- Fisher. Oh yeah, oh, yeah Carrie Fisher. Um, and isn't that uh, Mark Hamill? It is. All oh, right. Yeah. The voice of the Joker himself. Oh, the Joker. <laughs> Remember the animated series, Batman the animated series, where all the good video games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, was the that? voice of the Joker. That's my time. Really? Was it? Yeah, um, Mark Hamill. Oh, that? I remember now. Kevin Smith movie that he was in. He had he played the guy with like large hands. Oh, uh, it was Jane Sun Bob Strike Back, wasn't it? Yeah, I oh, was yeah. I was about to say was Orgasmo for some reason. Oh, he was like was Captain Chronic too, or something goofy. Or... I was thinking of Orgasmo, but no, that's completely different. <laughs> that's movie. not even it's not even Kevin Smith. Completely different. Jeez, oh man. 
It's an orgasmo South Park. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, yeah, was it? Uh, go ahead and read the synopsis and give us your idea. Of read it out loud. Yeah, read, read it, yeah, it out loud. Read it out all, right. all of it. Oh, episode. That, that's so weird to me that it starts on episode four. I'll, I'll be so thrown off. Anyways, <laughs> the Jedi Knights have been exterminated and the Empire rules the galaxy with an iron fist. A small group of rebels have dated, have dared to fight back by stealing the secret plans to the Empire's mightiest weapon, the Death Star Battle Station. The Emperor's most trusted servant, Darth Vader, must find the plans and locate the hidden rebel base. Princess Leia, a captive rebel leader, sends out a distress signal that is intercepted by a simple farm boy, Luke Skywalker. Wow. Seizing his destiny, Luke takes up the challenge to rescue the princess and help the rebellion overthrow the Empire, along with such unforgettable allies as the wise Obi-Wan Kenobi, the cocky Han Solo, the loyal Chewbacca, and the droids R2-D2 and C-3PO. So, droids... It's not just like a like a two thousands thing. This is, that was like back then. Seventies, yeah. futuristic. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you didn't skip one trilogy and it goes to the next one. Dang, they're ahead of their time, man. And they used to use a crank to uh, make the picture move. For real? Yeah. I know. Flashing lights and cranks, and it was great. It was yeah. A sometimes great there was time. like a. And movies it... used to cost a nickel. <laughs> well, um. So, uh, what what are your expectations going into this movie? Obviously, you have some kind of background in watching Star Wars, but as far as like this one in particular, um, what what are your expectations? What are your predictions? Thoughts? I, I expect to be thoroughly entertained. And now that I'm I'm <laughs> Good a, a, an adult and uh, have a, a developed brain versus when i watched it when i was a kid um i had to understand what the whole story is it's good that i actually read it because now when um you know people talk about certain things like the death star and um over was a overthrow the empire i kind of have an idea now what's going on <laughs> just this is, this is so funny to me because it's like it it's such like common knowledge almost like you, you say, come on, you, you Arnold, Arnold, you've been attending San Diego comic-con just as long as I, Don't I have. Embarrass me now. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been, I, I, I've been going to, like, this will be my 21st year, uh, this coming summer. It'll be my 20th. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are, sorry, think, are, you, are you revoking his nerd card right now? Is that no, I'm not revo- revoking it because he, he's like, obviously, <laughs> exactly. I mean, you're, you're older than you. But he's like, uh, honestly, you're a fan of like Ninja Turtles and everything like that. So you know the history of that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's like something that seems so odd to me that you would not even, even at least picked up on like a good portion of the stuff that we even like all the conversations we've had. <laughs> during like com- like Comic Con during like lunch and stuff. So then that that begs the question like so how many of those references went over your head then? Like, like any reference that somebody came across like oh oh he shot first Han <laughs> shot first you know has any of those like just like went over your head you're just like oh okay I guess Han shoots a lot or he's just like a gun advocate or something. <laughs> something like that. I've fooled you guys for so long. Uh, I've I've learned to uh, uh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just gone over my head and uh, yeah. It's funny. Like 
when you told me this, and this wasn't like very long ago. It was like I think at least like two or three years ago that you told me that you were you'd never seen Star Wars, and it blew my mind. I was like, wait, how long have I not? How how long have I allowed you to not have seen this? Like maybe I was that like that that selfish of an older brother, not to not like uh, share this this like like passion of mine. Well, I mean that's kind of one of those things though, isn't it? Like you know when you're like, oh hey, have you ever seen that movie? And you don't want to like seem like kind of that weird kid that hasn't seen anything. You're like, oh yeah, I've totally seen like we were talking about Bloodsport, right? It's yeah. like oh, I've totally seen Bloodsport. When you have it, and you're like, because <laughs> you think you're gonna lose some cred for not seeing it. When you just be like, oh no, I've never seen it. And then if you have friends like my friends, you'd be like, oh shit movie day at our house right let's let's yeah. actually watch it and then this is how this happens so. i guess that's a good, that's going to be the common theme like like yeah as like we're, how, how could you have not seen that <laughs> and then it's going to be great to like be the person on the other side though because like i know there's a like we saw we talked about the, the other night that uh, i hadn't never seen die hard right yeah and so i'll be like you haven't <laughs> <laughs> you said you haven't seen it either oh uh, you don't oh, remember you, that oh you remembered that i said that damn <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> All right, the, the truth is coming out. <laughs> You're not well, as you much know what, of a that's nerd. That's okay because we we are definitely gonna allow you to watch this movie, and All right. so you can get your own like opinion and take off of it. But before we continue on, um, I just want to show you some other alternative um, box art covers. Here you go, Arnold. Just go ahead and swipe uh, right. Um, as tender? you can see, um, there's. Uh, posters uh, and other box art covers that were edited over time and if you notice the last one that's black and silver uh i want to know do you notice like the difference in like logo style out of uh, compared to everything else this is more of like a, a fun Was fact the last one a fun fact yeah that'll be the last one yeah what, what do you notice that's different on that poster in particular black and white that was actually one of the original teaser posters for star wars when it was first announced looks like the w is different yeah w definitely is different that's because they weren't really sure um I, was it he, you, we were talking we were at, we were at, about yeah that. we were in david, david glanzer's office and he has one of those original posters in his office oh, wow. and uh yeah we were like wait that looks that looks weird yeah originally that was going to be the star wars logo but um because it wasn't consistent with the rest of the logo, they decided to change it uh, during, you know, the production and advertisement uh, over the course of time for Star Wars. So, for those of you that, for the listeners that don't really know, um, there is an original teaser poster that has a W that is completely different from what we normally see advertised on anything involving Star Wars. So I love the uh, tagline at the bottom there too. George Lucas, the man who brought you American Graffiti. Right. Yeah, which is another great <laughs> the, movie. And that's a funny thing too. It's like American Graffiti and Star Wars, one A, one B. Exactly. Really. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you love... If you love American <laughs> like, Graffiti, you American sure Graffiti. love some space <laughs> Oh, <opera>. man. <laughs> if, if you, it's like saying, if you love Garfield, you're going to love Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, right. I know what you mean. Right. I love Garfield and, and Aliens. Um, anyway, uh, so I guess at this point, we're going to take a break and watch Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and we will be back to chat about it and see what Arnold thinks about it afterwards. Let's do this. And we're back from watching Star Wars. So, 
what are your thoughts? Uh, what are, yeah, what are your initial <laughs> thoughts? What are your initial thoughts? Um, really good movie. Thoroughly entertained, just like how like I thought. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, it, it, it was. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, what do you, What do you think about it? Um, now that you're an adult, do you feel like as a kid? you would have been into this yeah yeah totally um i mean um just just a really you, you know you know what, what what came to mind uh was how you know when reading about it it was like oh yeah little farm, farm little boy um that he was that he was uh, it's not much of a little boy though <laughs> oh yeah yeah but I, I had this picture um that and this thought in my mind like uh farm boy um and you know you, you see him like what the heck there, there's no what, what are they farming but then you know you realize like uh i guess they're farming water farming water from the atmosphere on tatooine yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a desert planet somebody's got to farm it you know it's a, <laughs> it's, so it's a very profitable you know market yeah, yeah absolutely he, he, he's like wearing this uh this karate uh, looking outfit, <laughs> a little tunic, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, and then uh, you know Obi Wan is like um, like this this kung fu master, almost this karate master. Uh-huh. Well, it does it definitely takes from a lot of like yeah, Eastern sort of like philosophy. What what came to mind was was a lot of kung fu movies, karate movies. Um, that that I watched. What movie ago. did it remind you of? Man, you know, I don't, I don't know because I don't, I don't remember the titles of them, but but I, I know there, there's a lot of um, kung did fu I movies. Miss the karate? <laughs> did I miss? Where was the karate at? I, did I miss the karate? I think he's more talking to the like the vibe. Well, like the student master, yeah. or, okay. you know, okay. training type of thing. I was like, I did not see any extensive. I like was missing the whole. Well, think about it, like Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah, very very much like the the student and master sort of sort of thing, and then you know then then um, like his family. Uh, um, the Chinese connection is perfect, like example, because you oh. know you think about it. Bruce Lee in the Chinese connection was you know a student arriving home to like see his master, you know, be buried because you know, after he passed away, <clears throat> but. You know, it's still that sort of story of like the the student honoring the master and um, following their teachings and the, the the morals and things like that. So yeah, there is that kind of sort of kung fu uh, like trope, you know, kung fu movie trope. Well, it's, it's interesting too because we we look at this and we're like, yeah, you know, you, you kind of think about it. You know, have have you seen like you said these tropes, these you know, I guess these kind of overarching story types, you know, like, Oh, we, we've seen these kind of played out, but then you remember this movie was done in 77. So this mm-hmm. kind of kickstarted them being used in all those other films. So those mm-hmm. Kung Fu movies of the eighties that we know and love, 
you know, got kind of that, you know, that three-part story arc from guys like Lucas, you know, doing Star Wars. You know, that's the same thing as, you know, you, you see this play out in a lot of different genres. And that was one of the things we were talking about, the difference between the current Star Wars movies and these ones. And one of the big problems people had was the first one that felt like a carbon copy of these original ones. And then the second one was too, you know, too far off script. So they're trying to say like, hey, find a balance that it's a new story, but still feels like it's in the Star Wars universe, which is why I think so many people love The Mandalorian because it's like Wild West bounty hunter in the Star Wars universe. So it's yeah. in the universe, but it's its own thing. Very familiar archetypes, familiar tropes. Mm-hmm. It's a very Western-esque yeah. sort of vibe in The Mandalorian. And it's familiar to Western storytelling. And that's why I think, yeah, you like you said, we're fi- finding connection with it. I, th- I think it's a long lost sort of um, trope that they're using in The Mandalorian. And I think if you look at a movie like Star Wars 1, not only did it like re- the, that sort of trope resonate in that culture and during that time, because let's, let's, let's face it, um, the, uh, during that time when, when uh, the first one came out, even when they were writing it, pretty dark times they're coming out of like the vietnam war um they were coming out of uh what do you call it the uh this if you look at the the landscape of a lot of the films that were coming out you see like chinatown very dark very depressing sort of kind of like taxi driver came out during that in that area era so you see all these like movies that were just kind of violent and dark and like like resident like kind of showcase what was going on and I feel that like movies like Kung Fu movies, Star Wars, they tap into this sort of uh, vibe, this sort of um, mor- morality tale of uh, good overcoming evil. And I feel that during that time it was very needed. And I think what's happening now with the new trilogy i feel that with this new story this for uh uh rise of uh rise of skywalker they're going to go towards this more um how do you call it uh like something that resonates positively with today's society we're gonna see a lot of disenfranchised a lot of people who feel that they you know they're not being represented and so they're like a lot of these people are trying to fight back towards against like sort of fascism and uh yeah i think that's what was you know you look at star wars going back to it that's what was so awesome about that this movie when does mandalorian take place so in the timeline mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, so mm-hmm. after movie six, but before seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. pretty much. Um, so I mean, I haven't seen the Mandalorian, but that's like, uh, I'm assuming it's after he's been swallowed by the Sarlacc. I'm assuming. So, or is that somewhere? So it's there? not. So it it's actually not Boba Fett or or anything like that. It's a completely oh, so it's different Mandalorian. Not, it's yeah, it's just different, oh, different wow, character completely. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so it, it, the only connection is that he's mm-hmm. also a Mandalorian. 
Um, I don't know if this is like a big spoiler or not, uh, but there's this whole idea of the Mandalorians being this thing that this uh, idea that's in order to survive, they you only see one at a time, right? They they go in that. I mean, if if you haven't seen the the series, it's it's really good. And I mean, it it's, it's starting to break down a little more of that Mandalorian kind of culture. And it's it's a religion in the show. It's yeah. it's like a way of of life. That's that's their religious belief. Well, it's it's I, I the way I, I uh, equate it is to, um, similar to like like, like a Bushido Ju- code Ju- Ju- Judaism, like in the sense that they it's a race. Like Mandalorians are a race, but they're also a religion. Kind of, but well. So in the, in the Mandalorian, they talk about like the the that they actually find their people, right? Like, and, and so the main character was found. His planet was raided by the Empire, and so the Mandalorians found him and brought him in, right? So it's like this group of of orphans, and so I, I guess it's kind of more like the Bushido Code, right? It's like a lone yeah. warrior type of thing, yeah. and and right. and that's kind of what they do. So like their thing is like you don't take off your helmet, and then for safety, because you know since they're fighting with the Empire and everything. They they only go out one at a time so that their numbers can't be dwindled. There was a really cool scene where they yeah. all come out and kick some ass together. In yeah, there's the a, there's a thing but. that's that's they, they they talk about at the even at the very beginning the Great mm-hmm. Purge. Yeah, right. Uh, they're they're at the very beginning of the, the the whole series, the first episode. They talk about the Great Purge of I guess the uh, Empire is trying to get rid of the Mandalorians the, that race. So mm-hmm. that's why I equate it to you know. Ju- yeah, Ju- Judaism, mm-hmm. and like Jewish pe- the Jewish people, you know, during the uh, you know World War Two. Yeah, I mean, a little different though, because as you know, it, it's like again, I don't want to spoil the Mandalorian for you, but they there's like this one kind of throwaway scene where somebody asks him like, "Well, when's the last time you took your helmet off in front of somebody?" And he's like, "When I was a boy," you know. He's like, "Since I put it on, I've never taken it off." And she says, "Well, what happens if you if you do take it off?" He says, "Nothing. I just can't ever put it back on." Hmm, and so it's 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 this it's this lifestyle yeah. of choice. You know, they're not necessarily yeah. born into it, but they they choose it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like monk style. Yeah, type of thing. exactly. Yeah. Kind of like that same sort of thing. But uh, but so so so, what are your, your your takeaways from it? You like it? Do you understand a lot more like yeah. pop culture references now? Yeah. Seeing the new you know a new hope. And just just a lot of you know wild things. You know. Um, all the all the different characters um yeah i was kind of tripping out like how like man those those little guys sound like minions right. or um i kept hearing you say like oh i've said like guy at disneyland like yeah. <laughs> um the two sons uh, 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 i don't, i just thought that was oh well, that's weird tatooine um, orbits a binary star yeah, system right. yeah okay um well it's it's not, it's all it, it goes into like the whole like why certain planets they age like people. The people of those planets age at a different rate right. than why he said tan. Yeah, because exactly. they're all very orange. It's they're just, all very it's, very tan. <laughs> it's like a tanning bed. <laughs> they, get, they get all at all angles. So I know one thing that's not a spoiler. Uh huh. Darth, isn't isn't he um the father of Luke? Yes. yes if you speak is. German, that is one thing that. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. Dark father. Actually, I remember learning that was uh, from uh, from Tommy Boy. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> la 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 Luke. Um, but but uh, and and isn't uh, Princess Leia? She's really um, Luke's 
They're siblings? They are siblings. Mm-hmm. They, they are siblings. siblings. Yes. Okay. Which makes okay. the chemistry in this movie really creepy. Yeah. It all yeah. yeah um, all of it's awkward. So who were you rooting for? Because So we all kind of had that thing, right? Before you knew what everything was, you're like, oh, you're always rooting for Luke and Leia to hook up. But some people rooting for Han and Leia. Where, where do you fall on that? I mean, obviously, you know that it's incest. So <laughs> right. quell just, that just moral. Pretend <laughs> that you're, you're a 13-year-old. You're a 13-year-old in 1977 watching this movie in theater for the incest first time. Incest is totally okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I it was, was a different thinking, time. Uh, I, I was thinking that uh, it was going to be uh, Luke and and, Le- and Leia, um, but then I thought, oh man, he's just he just looks like a little kid. Um, so your team Chewy, more, yeah, more, me too. More, more <laughs> <laughs> she likes the hairy men. I, I'm more uh, more team uh, 3PO. There you team go. 3PO. Yeah, there you go. But he was he was after R2, <laughs> right? Is that the thing? Oh, the, it, so well, I mean, supposedly they're they're so they're 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 together, right? They're uh, yeah, they're together, like kind of Bert and Ernie, there something like go. that. <laughs> well, you just wait till next. They episode. They sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Billy D. Williams comes in, and then uh, you got to get on that Lando train. Oh, man, oh, yeah. man, <laughs> right? man. There, there, there's. I feel that there's just so much more. You feel like you need to watch the rest of them. Have you seen any of the other old ones, or like the original? Uh, three I think, sets I think or is this the only one the jedi i think return of the jedi a little bit or we were saying that you we thought you watched empire right i think yeah <laughs> I, I i could just be making making okay. stuff up empire is where you find out that that vader is is luke's right. father mm-hmm. and you know I, I never actually i don't think i really seen that scene like no, no we, we figured that, that you watched uh the Phantom Menace. That's what we figured. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. We, oh. You watched the Phantom Menace. So none and then of the, the new uh, ones. The, did you watch? Did you watch Rogue One? I did not. Hmm. No, no, no solo either. No solo. No. None of the side the, movies or nothing. I liked Solo. No, no. Oh, Solo's one of the newer Standalone. ones. Standalone. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So pretty much just to, just to kind of give you an idea is it's. Uh, it's supposed to be the timeline goes Star Wars Episode One, and then it goes Episode Two, Three, and then Clone Wars. Uh, Technically, well, clone, well, okay, okay, Clone Wars. If you're taking between, just yeah, yeah film okay. animation. If you're filming, yeah. If, you, yeah. if we're gonna <laughs> which, go which really is, in depth, <laughs> let's go really, yeah. really in depth and do the, uh, <laughs> the, the extended, the yeah, extended, yeah. Um, just going, yeah, if you want to watch exactly. Uh, and then there's, um, actually, Solo would be a prequel. Uh, before even before what solo which? would be after clone wars yeah solo's before after clone wars four. but before, before rogue, rogue one, one. Oh, before and then rogue one is before this movie and this movie immediately <laughs> takes place after that yeah, right after yeah. literally yeah. like literally rogue one like the ends, opening scene of and you could go right into this, this movie is rogue yeah. one at the end oh that's yeah. what people were saying yeah. like yeah. oh you could watch you could totally watch rogue one it'll make sense then yeah. it goes five six recording that message yeah. that's why yeah. when i first saw it i was like oh that's in the other one because mm-hmm. you see her actually like from her point of view yeah no they did a really good recording job of- you could that basically message. edit out the whole thing uh, with like the dialogue in front the, the whole like scrolling opening credit scene and then just sync up overlap Rogue them one, a little bit then, yeah <laughs> yeah you could literally do that literally do that mm-hmm. so i could go home and watch rogue one 
Yeah, and yeah, yeah, right and now would, it, would, it, would, it would tell you how they got the plans for the Death Star mm-hmm. so that they could blow it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my Disney Plus because uh, I mean, in this movie, oh, they're God. kind of they're, they are actually kind of vague on how they obtained these plans in the first place. Because all, yeah. all all they do is like, oh, we need to deliver R two to Alderaan uh, so we can give them the plans to just destroy the Death Star. And all it was was just like they took whatever out, a chip out, and plugged it into a computer screen, and then it was like some simple plans. Point A, point B, point and shoot, good luck. You know, slap on the ass, all that good stuff. So Rogue but, One gives you that, yeah, that full story. Yeah, Rogue so. One gives you the in-depth Which is incredible detail. that they shot mm-hmm. it 40 freaking years later. I'm still right. unsure. We did, have we decided we're cursing on this thing or not? Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I totally. Well, well, you know what? We'll passion. see how it goes. I've already dropped a couple. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been trying to be good. Yeah, I've been trying yeah, to be good. I'm, 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 I'm background in radio, so yeah. I always like toe the line a little bit. And yeah. I'm like, maybe oh. maybe I'm, we I'm can add a little little snippet, like maybe a little R2. Nah. A little chewy? Let's not get blue, but let's just kind of like cut loose. Uh, cut loose. Yeah. We're we're among friends, and Foot I feel sure. like whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do. It. There you go. Do it live. Fuck that. Um, what what I also noticed um, about this movie is that um, there's a lot of background characters, a lot of um, different types of like races and things like that, which I think is a pretty uh, large detail to have in such a uh, was this movie considered like a budget at the time? Oh, there, this was like a very low. Yeah. This is basically seriously an indie yeah. film when it first came out. Right. I mean, well, cause because a lot of it was was their connections, though. Because yeah. I mean, you know, Henson and and Oz. Yeah. I mean, they had mm-hmm. done Dark Crystals together, and they yeah. had done. I mean, all those. You know, yeah. Uh, did they do the Princess Bride? Had already been done at this point too, hadn't it? Mm, I think that was a little bit after. Was yeah. was Princess Bride after this one? Yeah, but there, was, there was a lot of like the, the Jim Henson stuff that they all kind of Lucas Arts worked on with oh, them. Oh, Princess and, Bride. Yeah. Oh, that was I. I just remember like Andre the Giant was in that, and like soon after he he passed away. Yeah, so yeah. that probably would have been later. Like, way, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was later, later, later. That was like eighties. I, I would say like eighty five. Yeah. Eighty five, eighty six. But uh, um, I just think is um, for for such a. I guess well, because even this movie, like when it w- was released, it didn't sell out theaters. Obviously, right. no, every, nobody really gave it a. a Actually, no, yeah. it did. It did. It was like one of the first blockbusters. That's why that, that's how they coined the term. Blockbuster. Well, uh, I think it was the fact that it was. Um, it became, became one. It became like a thing because. Um, uh, or maybe I'm just completely getting it wrong. Because from what I've seen in like interviews and. Uh, oh, things for that they're like oh it didn't do too well in the theaters unlike the no. predecessors did no. it wasn't I watched, like that I watched at a all. documentary recently on Disney Plus oh, and they're like they the reviews were like mm-hmm. super great and then like soon after like that's where they coined the term blockbuster because there were lines around the block hmm. interesting for this movie yeah hmm. they were just like busting blocks so. That's weird. I don't know where I got that info from. Yeah, I, I remember hearing like when they first did it, they didn't think it was going to be a hit. Exactly. Which is why they just went with Star Wars. They didn't go right into you know episode right. four, New Hope. Like mm-hmm. they didn't want to add all that confusion, so yeah. they just did it. Hey, look, it's just Star Wars, and you know they they like when I think when these guys shot it, like they weren't even sure if they were going to do any yeah. more other than that, and it caught on so well that they're like, yeah. okay, we need to go bigger, right. better. Yeah, George Lucas wrote out the the skeleton for right. all three films mm-hmm. but realized there was so much of a epic story 
and that he had to cut it down to just this for the first film but right. he had the ideas for empire and return of the jedi already done which is way different from like what they're doing now with the prequels or with the sequels they had the the ending in mind for like the whole trilogy but yeah like you said they were like really they were over budget mm-hmm. on this film a lot they were like they kept on going over and the they and they were like blowing past their due date and then they like had to like push the date even further it like it was supposed to be released in 76 i guess mm-hmm. and they got pushed to like 77 right and uh yeah it's it just became this sort of thing that like why another one of i think one of the another one of the reasons why they uh it did so well was there was so much anticipation even if you look at the toys they couldn't uh they had um they wanted to merchandise it what they what had happened was they had uh they couldn't release any of the images or any of the like the plans for it. they kind of gave them these vague ideas for like what the characters look like and everything like that all uh, actually uh vehicles and everything so they had to like do all these like like other things but when they came down to the action figures they yeah. they didn't even have any merchandise like, this when is, the movie um, came out this is the the the, the kenner story right yeah, they, yeah this is kenner's star wars and then they had to like like oh. this whole thing right during christmas is like they sold you this card that like had a picture of the the toys and you had to mail in this thing and then they, with the promise of like Kenner mailing you out the full set of uh Star Wars action figures <laughs> and it's a lot and, of faith yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know speaking of the toys um I remember having a, a gigantic box of Star Wars toys and you know I I sold all of them like on eBay and and, and um <laughs> a lot of the characters that I'm like, oh, was that one character that, that at the beginning that looked like um like R two D two but it was like white and and red? Oh, it was just an R two unit. It was an R2 yeah. unit, a different version of an R two. Yeah, R2. I was like, oh, I sold one of those. That's worth and, and a lot then, of money. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember selling a Luke Skywalker in that orange outfit, and then all these different characters. Uh, I was just like, oh man, okay, you know, connecting them to to the different uh, toys that I had sold. Um, <laughs> that you wish you had like kept on. <laughs> oh man! No, apparently though, there was like um, uh, it, it was like the later can no, there were Kenner ones, I, be- I believe. But um, they were like different, like old, like newer versions. They were yeah. like like the original, right? Right. Which they completely they like uh, like took advantage of. Like just make more versions of these right. things, and they still do that to they, this day. A lot of them might still be at um, Comic Asylum. I sold them a lot of them. Oh, oh those are oh, the power of the first force ones. Those, those are those were on card. Yeah, those weren't aren't worth a lot of money. So don't worry. <laughs> you need to get ripped off for anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're I, still sitting there. I made some right. some money so that way I can uh, uh, go to San Diego Comic Con. There you go, and buy nice. more toys. There you go, and, and then and you know buy more toys. Fake in front of a bunch of people that I know about Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> now you do, gold. though. You know, now, <laughs> yeah. now you have the, the idea of where everything comes from. So, well, so speaking about the toys and, and iconic characters, what are some things that you noticed that weren't in this one that are iconic characters in the Star Wars universe? Because there's there's quite a few of them that that didn't come in until 
you know, Empire and, and Jedi or even, you know, some of the later films. Yeah. The At-At? At-Ats are in Endies. Yeah. That'll come out. Yeah, you'll see that in Empire. They're like those big giant robot things in like Battle of Hoth and things They look like dogs. Yeah, they look like dogs. Yeah. So that, yeah, that comes in in the Empire. Yep. Oh, was Lando Car- Lando Calrissian? He comes in in the Empire. Yep. Oh, okay. He, oh, he, so he didn't make an appearance. He's in not in this one. I feel like he's missing one huge one that. Yeah. Is like probably one of the most recognized. He's even relevant now. Just. Oh, As right, a small yeah, guy. That, that one dude, right? The oh, green yeah. One. The Yoda. green guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yoda. He's like, I feel like Yoda's, aside from Darth Vader, is probably. Not me not having I've only watched all of these this year I had never seen them before that but even beforehand like I knew who they were because Yoda and Darth Vader were probably the biggest characters that people I- I'd probably say Yoda's the most iconic yeah. Star Wars character I've seen Toy Yoda oh, yeah. stickers on trucks and I was like oh that's clever I mean, I- honestly like, I'd say either he's just like the biggest well, and he's not even in this one, so it's like yeah. I mean, y- he's Yoda, not in Darth Vader, or Chewie. I mean, are probably the most recognizable Chewy, yeah. Chewy Star well. Wars characters. Yeah, I, I knew who they were way before I had even seen any of the movies. I got, I got a Yoda item on, on my eBay right now. <laughs> See, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I remember um, <laughs> sitting. I remember sitting in a panel, waiting for a panel to start, and this was when. Uh, those the, the Star Wars backpacks got all huge and they were characters and it was they had a Chewie one they had a Stormtrooper one but Donnie bought the uh, Yoda one the, tr- it, the training scene one yeah it looked like Yoda <laughs> it, looked, it looked like Yoda's arms were like and then I, I remember there was a video that we, we made of you sitting <laughs> in the chair and you're like 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 using it as a puppet and you're, it was like I think somebody was beatboxing, and you were like <laughs> making Ryota like like breakdance and stuff like really? that. Yeah, it was at Comic Con. Remember, we, 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 like, I must have been high or drunk or something. <laughs> yeah, we were doing that a lot, like in the early days of Comic Con. I don't I'm just kidding. I don't get high. <laughs> Four twenty. Um, yeah, I was. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> we were in a panel. Yeah, we were in a panel. <laughs> This is I I I, I, I clearly remember this. I, I could see you going like this. It, with the it's got to be on one of those, not not on a phone camera. Oh, definitely, but, it was like on like a like the old like digital camera. Ooh. Nikon cool pics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a digital camera. Yeah. Oh. It's, we, 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 the, during the days when you had to carry on a separate camera. <laughs> now you're dating yourself. All right. Well, so now you're gonna have to see Empire, so you'll understand the origins yeah. of Yoda and the true significance of having him on your back as a backpack. Yeah. Dang. Carrying him with you. <laughs> Carrying the weight of that little guy. Training on Dagobah. So Yoda, man, so he's from another, totally another planet? Well, we don't even know where he's from. He just kind of yeah. ended up on yeah, Dagobah. He's, he's just there. He just exists. He just... That's one of the exciting things about the Mandalorian. Yeah, if you if you think about it, like, they all, like, the, the Jedi all went into hiding. Mm-hmm. Um... Obi Wan went into hiding in uh, Tatooine, and uh, Yoda's in Dagobah, hiding there, and that's why. If you think about it, Darth Vader being this powerful, all-knowing, especially the uh, um, the uh, Emperor, you'd think them being so powerful would find them if they were just out in the open. But they had to; they went deep into hiding. 
And they stopped using their force powers, which is why exactly. all of a sudden, you know, when he starts using the force again, Darth Vader goes like, oh, I, I sensed a, a, the, something in the force that I haven't sensed in all these years. It was, you know, Obi- Obi-Wan's presence. Can he feel it? So He felt it when Obi-Wan was already on their ship. Can he feel it? anywhere yeah so so is it connected throughout all of these planets so like that's where he like when he first started using the mind powers on tatooine to get them off planet that's like when it cut back to the death star Uh, which was other part of the galaxy and Darth Vader's like wait a second like i thought i just sensed obi-wan so he can't so that's why he wasn't using his powers yoda wasn't you know doesn't use his powers on dagobah because they're trying to stay off the grid okay and then he starts using it and and yeah then as he gets closer he's like wait a second that's you know that's why he doesn't really detect any force abilities coming from luke until you know obi-wan starts communicating and he starts communicating back and he starts using the force then all of a sudden it's like they're they're popping up on the radar they're like oh you know these these guys are pretty force sensitive too it's like it's like turning on a faucet like you're just uh you see the water like you know you see evidence of it coming through you know like if you you know obviously when you turn on a faucet like people will know you're using water that's like kind of like the Avengers couldn't find Thanos until he used the stones again. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, I've come full circle. Bring it back in the nerd culture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was trying to go the home improvement right. route, make it a little more palatable for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me let me explain it to you. Uh... <laughs> well, look, it's just like when Harry Potter uses his Patrona spell. Okay. Um... <laughs> Man, yeah. There's just so so many things that you can dive into it and um you know um th- th- there's a lot that and, and it really helps me when you guys talk about it because it, it's such a such a uh huge story so many so many different things that uh you know my mind is kind of going 100 miles an hour you know now um, after, after watching after, after watching right? this <laughs> Do you feel like you are now truly a fan of Star Wars? Are you hooked? Did the heroin work? Yeah, I want more. I are you going to go to di- home and just binge <laughs> it on Disney Plus? Like, we're not going to hear from you for like 14 days. You're going to watch all the Star Wars. You're just going to binge it. I'll, I'll probably do <laughs> all you know, of it straight. A, a little out of time, and I'll probably give you guys some some uh, some updates. But um, yeah, uh, you know, I'm I'm always trying to find that work life pleasure balance. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, I think this is a great store, like movie, for you to like get together with like Mia, sit down and watch this movie because it's such a cross generational story that I think kids can really enjoy. You know, what? I feel like she's already watched it. Before she saw me. it before you did. Yeah, she's, be- seen all you. <laughs> she's an expert. She's she's like, let me tell you about she's this. She's gonna sit you down and watch it with you. <laughs> she would call me. She would call me Chumaka. Like, <laughs> Chumaka. <laughs> Chumaka. And then and then she would make like uh, different sounds like like Chewbacca. Like, and I didn't I didn't know. I guess I guess she's already seen this before, but you know she she. Uh, she she um i've heard those that, sounds that before <laughs> it is uh, yeah it's it's hard to find somebody in this day and age that hasn't experienced star wars in some sense so you are an anomaly uh yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just. It's I just, so exciting though because yeah. it's like getting a pop of cherry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like with with, uh, with Nikki, uh, I was like super excited. I'm like, cool. This is just another excuse for me to watch Star Wars all right. the way through <laughs> again, all of them in a row. Like, oh man, this is great. This timeline order, so we. Yeah started with newer ones and then jump back to like super old yeah. movies i didn't want it to i didn't want to um do a sensory overload like because we, we've discussed this before um that whenever we watch the newer versions of mm-hmm. it first like especially if it's like a prequel and we go back and watch the you know original ones even though they're like even though it's all numerical order it's it's kind of like when you watch the prequels and then you go into the four, five, and six, it's like completely different because it's all edited differently. Yeah, it all looks different. Like uh, the stories are difference. yeah, huge quality yeah. difference, and it, and it kind of like uh, I don't know what, what what were you saying? I forget what you were telling me about like uh, why that bothered you a little bit. It's not that it bothers me, but like he has showed me so many movies where we've watched the new one first and then we go back and watch the original and it's like I'm expecting the new one right. and go into it expecting the same production quality. And it's just like they just seem way cheesier than the original that he showed me first. So I would prefer to see the originals first and then the new just because going from new to old at my age, I guess because i didn't watch any of these old movies is like whoa you know like this is this is old why are you showing it to me but it's like a good movie still i just don't i'm not used to watching hmm. such old i think movies. i think it's uh, similar to this uh, conversation that we've had in the past about like cover songs yeah. versus the original yeah, the, 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 the new the, the the original you're we like how how many people have listened to like say even smooth criminal by animal Ar- ant far uh, alien ant farm yeah. and they're like oh that's that such that's a like, like the, the original. original and then they you go like no that the, the original is michael jackson and, and then they like, hear it and they're like no no you don't really care for it because yeah. they they don't identify that song to Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. They, no appreciation they, for the yeah, original. Yeah. They have no yeah. appreciation. That's and exactly how I feel sometimes. I don't appreciate the original as much because I've been tainted by the new well, high quality. I, 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 I think it, it, it depends too on what the properties are. So for like, I'm trying to think of a scenario where, where it wouldn't really matter, but like, yeah, Star Wars, and anytime I do a binge, I always want to watch the old stuff first yeah. because I think it goes with the timeline, too. But, like, I'm thinking... I feel like Star Wars is one of those ones that wouldn't matter where you jump in. I think what matters most is understanding that these... the All the stories... It, 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 that If you were to watch it in a linear sense of, like... Phantom Menace to like say to the new. Prequels. I feel like if you watch it that way, though, it cheapens the original three True. because it's it's not a surprise, right? True. Like if that's your first time watching it and you're watching one, two, three, you know Luke and Leia are you know Darth's kids. But right. again, it goes back to like the idea of legacy brands and things like Star Wars. the The reason why they're creating new stories, it's not for us. It's for newer generations True. to like really enjoy, yeah. But don't you feel then that that having the originals as that's so kind of kind of like with the with the music top, but you having that appreciation for the original makes the 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 sequels and the remakes and all that even more powerful. I think it's it's all subjective. Yeah, I think like there are certain people who like appreciate the 
original stuff, even though they listen to or they they watch or listen to like the original, yeah, uh, like the the newer remakes or the the newer sequels first. I I, I feel that. Let's take for example Voltron, the new series of Voltron that came out on Netflix. People got into Voltron, the new series, and were like, they really love, they really love the new series. Really, and uh, they they go back and they look at how like awful the uh, right. the American <laughs> translation was. And I I do the same thing too. It's like I grew up watching the original Voltron. I watched the whole new series of Voltron. I loved it. I thought it was better than the original series because it's interesting. It's garbage. <laughs> the original series, like they they obviously had to cut it up and I think like make do with what they had, but that's also a remake, a retelling of the story versus like what they're doing. Like continuation Wars, they're a continuation of the universe, right? Story. So that's the that's the whole challenge of legacy brands. Yeah. Are you going to continue a storyline like what they're doing now with the new Ghostbusters that's coming out with Ghostbusters three? They're continuing the storyline right. versus what they did with like a complete reboot with the, the Ghostbusters that came out. So, so to use two '80s properties as an example, it's like Total Recall versus Blade Runner. Yeah, right. So Blade Runner twenty forty nine was a continuation of the universe. Total mm-hmm. Recall was a reboot of the right. series. Yeah. Now, using those when we talk about you know going back and watching the originals, something like Total Recall, I feel because it's a remake, you can jump in either either spot. Right? It's like ah, you can watch the new one, you can watch the old one. Doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are missing a lot of the things. You miss a lot of the throwaways and the throwbacks. Right? There's the scene in the new Total Recall where you know he's walking through the airport security and it's yeah. the big lady. And you, you know, if you watch the original, you're like, oh, he's in the big. He wasn't the big lady, right? Like yeah. that was the red herring, you know. Yeah. And you're gonna miss that if you didn't watch the original. But then you go to Blade Runner 2049. And I kind of feel it's the same thing, right? You're, you you watch the new one, you're like, man, this thing is breathtaking, is visually stunning and beautiful. You go back watch your original Blade Runner. While it's a great movie, doesn't stand up to the test of time, right? A little harder to watch. It's a slow burn, man. It's a, it's slow, a slow, burn, slow burn, less Oof. production value. And I, I love, you know, I'm a big Philip K. Dick guy. Yeah. I love his work, but but it's 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 harder to watch. So I, I kind of see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think it just depends on the property. Like uh, certain ones, I say go watch the original first because otherwise you're you're not going to appreciate it if you watch the new flashy version. Yeah. Other things, it's like you know what, it's interchangeable. I mean, I, I agree with you, but then I also do feel that it's also subjective. Yeah. So no, I mean it definitely. It's it's it, really it, a case by case basis. I didn't mind going from when we watch the movies, we watch one, two, and three first, which are obviously made after right. four, five, and six. And I didn't really mind. I obviously could tell a huge difference, but just because it made more sense, obviously, if I would have watched four, five, and six, I probably would have been more confused going back and having way more questions. So to me, like, going the way we did, watching the new and then going to the old, it, I didn't really mind it at all, especially because they're just good movies. Like, they're great let's, movies. Hey, let's take, for example, um, okay, you know how people always talk about Parks and Rec, and they're yes. like, don't ever watch the first set, first season first. Start from season two, <laughs> finish this whole series. Then, if you want to go back and f- watch season one, is that what people say about Parks and Rec? I, I that's I, I tell people that really. I because I think the they they, they, they the the first season of Parks and Rec. It's a slow burn. <laughs> they, <laughs> it's a slow burn. It is. It is. And you kind of like they are still trying to find their footing yeah. in their storytelling and how they're they're trying to find their personality. 
but then when once they get to season two and start hitting that and they yeah. start like like carving out like okay we got to get rid of this character it doesn't make sense to have him on there let's do this let's go in this direction and once they get to that direction you you're like okay i'm in, i'm in it i'm i'm i'm, I'm on board but you know so it, it's it, it when you go back when you do it that way i, I i'm kind of curious that the people who have done it that way because I've I've told people and they've done it that way for like the, how I told them like oh yeah you you, you were totally right <laughs> you sh- I should watch I I'm glad I did it the way you did because like the first season sucked it's so it's so strange about just skipping such a chunk season. of content yeah a whole season especially <laughs> they, since it's like sequential like it's I just tell people like anytime I'm just like look you just got to get through that season right I'm like season one of Breaking right. Bad I'm like look it's a little slow. You get through season one of Breaking Bad, it picks up in the last four episodes, and then it's just nonstop pedal to the metal. Every you know, just the rest yeah. of the series, you know. But you know, but you look at a season, a series like that, though it's so critically acclaimed. You're, you're kind of okay with like you have to have the build up, like with that build up. Whereas yeah. first, the, the Parks and Rec <laughs> doesn't lend like thing doesn't to have that same sort of thing. It's like they were holding by their like their, by a thread. They didn't know if they were going to come back after yeah. the first season, and they 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 had faith in him. It was like the it had a lot to do with the the people that ran ran the office and the, how they like had they were a part of that whole thing. But it was like they were going to get canceled. They were about to. Oh yeah, <laughs> Parks and Rec is the one with, with um, Amy Poehler. Because oh, he's unsorry. Oh, oh, okay. Chris Pratt. Okay. Chris Pratt. Star Lord, such a national treasure. I am <laughs> not a fan of Parks and Rec because I've even I am, after season one. Well, Did I, I didn't one? even make it through season one. Ah, I just so well, started there season two. So that's why. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, <laughs> Evidence. However, haven't seen it. However, the only thing, the only takeaway that I thought was like super cool and genuine from Parks and Rec, and I think it's in later seasons, but is uh, the Patton Oswalt filibuster for Star Wars. Yes, oh, dude, that's, that's like probably the best thing on the planet is his whole filibuster. And that's crazy. Cause he did that in one, one go ad-libbed. that whole thing. Yeah. And, and ad libbed. Yeah. That, that was wild to me. I was like, you know what? Respect man. And, and his, <laughs> his filibuster for star Wars is completely genius. Just combining all the, Disney yeah, Arnold's <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. all the Pat, Disney Pat acquired Os- Patton Oswald. Who, um, who, who did he play? I'm Boba not even Fett? sure. Wait. No, <laughs> Pat Oswalt as Boba Fett, hey. comedian yeah. Pat Oswalt. There we go. No, he's just a super oh, fan. Dude. That'd be great if if uh, Mandalorian removed his helmet as Pat Oswalt. Yeah. So, was, well, was that, that that shot of Boba Fett the only shot in the movie? I don't remember seeing it. So that scene in particular uh, was added in later yeah, on. I was say that's post. That's um, right. Because yeah. originally Jabba the Hutt wasn't even in. Uh, that scene wasn't just, even yeah, there. Yeah, they just talked about. Yeah. It. Uh, oh. Originally, Jabba the Hutt was uh, a fat dude. I forget his name. Yeah, but wasn't it like it, it was? Nick it was actually no. no wait, never mind. It wasn't. Nick, no, Nick it was some, it was somebody else. So somebody that they never credited and that guy was like super pissed because he's like oh i put in so much work but um this guy it was just it was just a regular dude that han solo was talking to but they cut that out in the theatrical version completely (laughs) cut that whole scene out and so jabba actually technically jabba wasn't even really supposed to be in this movie either so so then that scene when um harrison ford uh when han solo was uh talking to jabba originally 
he wasn't there. So it was just it a was, dude. It was just a dude. And they wow. just put a CG that, Jabba a fat over, guy. over uh, I, a I terrible noticed, I know I noticed the difference. Oh, no, the CG is really yeah. bad. Yeah. There's, there's, there's actually another There's another um, edited version, um, special edition of Star Wars, where I just, whoever did the CG, or maybe it was really? just the CG of the time, it's like you could see the polygons in his mouth go up. And it's like his mouth turns all triangle oh. and stuff. It's like, oof, it's rough. Luckily, this version wasn't too bad. It's, I mean, obviously, you can you can tell that it was... Uh, a rough cut. They used the uh, the yeah. same model. That they a lot had. of rotoscoping in there. <laughs> yeah, well, they they, they dropped this because it, it looked like the same model that they used in the prequels, right? Yeah, kind of that mm-hmm. same. Yeah, it was a little I believe it's the same one. A little bit more updated, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't. Yeah. Luckily, it was that I was I was like, okay, this is the the good CG version of Jabba. But honestly, I could do without the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> I could well, do without. I mean, the there CG were a lot of little scenes too. You saw the little yeah. aliens jumping up and down mm-hmm. in between. Like all those little things were added in post, and yeah. as they kept going, as we were talking about too, it's, when you get into uh, Return of the Jedi at the very end, there's a scene where like Obi Wan, you know, he dies, so he comes back as like an astral projection and in the original ones they used oh god this, the, the, the actors that are escaping in me movie. now yeah. sir whatever is knighted guy yeah uh but in the in the redos when they they went and they did a lot of editing then they put in ewan mcgregor and ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen and shit like that it was funny because the first time i watched boy. it i go i was like Man, I was like, they did a good job of casting Hayden Christensen. He looked a lot like the guy that played the original. Uh, didn't I didn't know that right. they had done the edit the first time oh, watching. Yeah. I was like, man, yeah. and that's such a that's such a strange thing because we've. I mean, uh, I'm not sure about you guys, but I've never seen the theatrical unedited release of I've seen it. of Star Wars. I, I, that's actually the only Star Wars I've seen in the mm-hmm. theaters. Return of the Jedi. Sure. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it at the uh, old Camelot theaters that's nice. over here wow. across the Palm Springs High School. That is wild, man. That place has been there for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. But it's just, it, it's just I don't know. I feel uh, one of these days, um, hopefully I'll be able to purchase the despecialized version, um, fan-made uh, Star Wars. Oh, like they did the whole original trilo- trilogy. Like They took out all the CG edits and just yeah. kept it like true to its original theatrical form. Well, you can find a lot of the uh, the original mm-hmm. scenes, too, on YouTube. And oh, yeah, like that, definitely. So. But, uh, I mean, one day, uh, one day I hope to get to that and be able to experience it the way it was supposed to be, I guess. I don't know. George Lucas could. Uh, well, actually, will, George will Lucas on that. So totally, yeah, will fight, would he'll, fight, he'll you, fight that. you on that. He'll be like, "No, I like he's, the CG better." Yeah, he's editing him right now as yeah. we speak, like for Disney Plus. Like oh, they, there's some, there's like changes that he's done to the Disney Plus versions. So yeah. then, my my question is: is like, do you think like Disney eventually will try to pry? The original edits of the original theatrical edits of Star Wars from George Lucas's hands, or do you think he's taken that to his grave? They probably already wrote it in the contract. It's his. That says, "Well, I'm not giving you this." Yeah, at I don't all. think. I, I think it's. It, I think it dies with him. Yeah. Damn. Does he not want? Does he not like the theatrical cuts of it? Why is he holding it so? There was a lot of things. Yeah, that he wants. There's. Yeah, there's a lot of change. things. Uh, one of one of the things is that um, because. You know the time that this movie was made, 
there wasn't like CG technology. He George Lucas absolutely fell fell in love with CG technology, okay. which ended up. I mean, personally, I think it's kind of like slightly a downfall to the the the, star, the original Star Wars movies, uh, just because like it it looks absolutely so fake. I love practical effects. Like yeah. I love the puppetry. I love uh, everything that's like handmade. Yeah, uh, and then to force. Um, some like really bad CG into it just takes takes you out of out of the uh, story takes you out of the theming uh, it, because you're yeah <laughs> obviously like when they're walking into the cantina um, you know you see that that horse thing wh- whatever it is in the background just flopping its head and your eyes immediately get dragged to that thing because it's so out of place so that I mean that's my opinion of that. Well, um, I didn't notice a horse well, well, it was like it was like the sand people, right? When they were on the banthars, and, and they put in yeah. the CG banthars rather than the the you know, right. and puppetry ones. Right. And all of a sudden, you just see these things flopping around on these dunes way yeah. out in there, and you're just like, that just looks out of place compared yeah. to everything else. I mean, I think the the best way to describe it, the best analogy is, you know, like when you see somebody that just has too much plastic surgery, and they just <laughs> keep getting more and more. And that's Lucas's obsession with the yeah. CG. He just keeps adding it in and adding it. He's in. Like, like, I can fix this too, you know. Yeah. Does he live in uh, like Hollywood? No, no, he lives in Beverly uh, Hills. He lives in uh, Northern California, actually. He lives mm-hmm. on Dagobah. He lives. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he lives on Endor, basically. <laughs> basically, Endor. <laughs> Literally, like where they filmed the, the, all the scenes on Re- Return of the Jedi. Endor. That's where he he lives now. <laughs> Fun fact, and I know you'll know this, but you might not. Do you know the language that the Ewoks speak? Minions. No, not Tagalog. <laughs> Tagalog. Oh, really? The Ewoks on Endor oh, wait, in the next oh, yeah, episode speak right. Tagalog. They, they, there's a whole like Rex Navarrete joke about yeah, it. Yeah, there is. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know everything, don't yeah, you? Man. It's okay to not oh, know everything. Yeah. Well, um, I guess uh, one of my questions that? to you, Arnold, <laughs> to kind of uh, uh, get your idea on it is like when, when it comes to these modern movies like the you know episode seven eight and nine coming out soon um do you think that the original trilogy um and just and also just based off of seeing this movie tonight do you think that these movies would be i don't know an applicable reboot do you see would you see ever see it as like a reboot in the future like someone like took this movie and absolutely just redid everything new cast of characters you 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 think that they you think that this movie is old enough or has aged enough to where that it would be an okay like reboot in the future i don't think they should i don't think they should really mess Mm -hmm. with it um I mean, there's a lot of there's so many things that that went on that, that happened in the movie that are applicable, you know, back then, even even now. Um, and I I don't I don't I don't, I don't know I, I I my my first thought is to not uh, reboot it. Um, so wait, seven, eight, nine that they're going they're going they're going to is is that oh no no i'm just talking about four five and six but like you know how we have like we have better technology obviously because we have seven eight and nine now um do you think that like in the future like 20 years from now even 50 years from now do you think that star wars 
could potentially be like a reboot thing that did like Disney will pull off like, oh, you know what, let's just reboot four, five, and six again and see what happens. I think no, I don't think they should mess with it. Do you, do you think that these movies would be? And this uh, this will be uh, this is a question for you too, Nick Lee. Do you both think that this would be something um, that can potentially be like like is it such a timely classic, such a such an important series of movies that? Somebody wouldn't. So, yeah, you see what I'm saying. Like, does it warrant a reboot, or does it like, stand the test of time? Yeah, exactly. I think that I think that um, even now it's been like 30, 40 years 40, since this movie has come out. 42. I think it's done pretty well. I think it's spread across a couple of generations. But I don't think, like my niece who is two, I don't think she'll ever look at this movie and be like, "Oh, I want to watch that." So I think that if they were to reboot it it would just be to pick up the new generation into buying into it because they want them to see it as well because i think by then i don't think the kids that are two years old now are gonna want because it looks so old as and even coming from my standpoint looking through all my grandma's movies like looking at how old they were i didn't want to watch them you know so it is a classic and it probably will um mean something to a lot of people but i think going forward like the youngest kids that we have now i think they would reboot it for them because they wouldn't necessarily know about it and it would open a door to a whole new generation to redo this and obviously more money for them I totally they would agree with that. they would get you know so i think it would be not that they should or i, I wouldn't want them to but i think that coming from like kids i don't think though disney would ever want to yeah, to do that just only mostly because like I think they, the whole discussion has has been around let's not let's end this saga let's just create new stuff that's yeah, yeah. um you know, and that's I, where I feel like like and I get where you're coming from mm-hmm. like you're trying to pose the question of is this something that can be re- rebooted no I don't think it can because you look at the legacy and you look at the characters you, not only would you have to reboot four five and six you'd have to re- reboot one two, one, two and three and you'd have to re- reboot seven eight, 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 eight and nine, nine. At a certain point. yeah cause, and then you, because just because you couldn't use that that source material obviously they have leia they have han they have luke in yeah. these these new pre that sequels that means you'd have to recast the whole mm-hmm. Like a whole saga, basically. It's a lot of work. That's like that would be like in forty years. Not saying that this is on the same caliber as these movies. Not saying that these movies are on the same caliber, but it would be like completely remaking Harry Potter in eighty years. Like it would just be too much. Like too much work, too much hassle, and yeah, probably make money, but this not like they're not going to go through all that. They would just make new new content, which is why they're. Doing the Mandalorian and whatnot, and oh, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Well, yeah, because I'm trying to think about any universe that's kind of this broad and this rich that, but that has been redone. I mean, Marvel's had its. I mean, you know, we've recast the Hulk eleven times now, I think. But, (laughs) uh, but, but, like, you know, there's no like you think about these old features, right? And 
I mean, other than James Bond or like Doctor Who, which were kind of designed to to be, you know, be like an everlasting, yeah, just type to, of to be able to rehash those stories. But again, you're just retelling the stories with different actors playing those main characters, and you're just telling new stories. Now with the Daniel Craig stuff, they started kind of rebooting them. But for something like this, yeah, I kind of agree with what you were saying, Alex. Like, it's just so it's so rich in pop culture as a whole that those characters are so ingrained in it that I, I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I just think back to like watching things that we watched that our parent or like listened to, and it's like you know we we kind of watched it because we we're like you know what I want to I want to see what that's about, right? Mm-hmm. Like they you know they started coming out with more alien movies or predator movies, and all of a sudden you know the people that like me that were born just after like Predator came out or whatever, right? I was born in '89, so just after Predator came out. But because they kept coming out with Predator movies, I'm like, well, I got to go see what, you know, what the first one was. So you go back and you watch it. I think eventually, you know, as this universe continues to grow and they now that to come back. Yeah. And now that Disney's, eventually. I mean, just going to milk it for everything it's worth because that's what they do. Yeah. And, and again, that's like the whole discussion. And the, I think that's the already what they've come down, like decided on is that they're not going to worry about this. This is what is what's done is done. The next few, um, movies that they they're gonna do the next the next upcoming trilogy even is gonna be new mythology and building on the mythology of uh of star wars because if you look at it they're building they're already starting to build the backstory and mythology of star wars with the mandalorian it's well, yeah it's i mean it started with the the main characters right solo han story and then you know they they you know, told the story about what led up to a new hope, and now they're they're digging in. And they're saying, okay, what other stories can we tell in yeah. this universe? Because it is, it's so rich. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to know more about like people like Obi Wan Kenobi. I I'm, I'm already done with like trying to figure out what's going on with Luke Skywalker, and right. you know, I mean, I, I want to see it through, but I'm also want to know like what happens after mm-hmm. like these characters, and I. And it doesn't even have to be have anything related to the force. Let's find out cool stuff because like there's other races that they haven't even touched about. Like I don't know if this is a part of canon, but there's like a worlds that there's like a race that's like unaffected by can't be affected by the force. They wow. like there are like a race that like went to war against like Jedi and Sith. Yeah. They they could not be affected. Like, they're, like you look at like when they talk about in Return of the Jedi how Jabba is is he can't you can't use the Force on him, but so there are just like Jabba can't you can't use the Force on Jabba. There's got to be other characters, other races that aren't affected by the Force. So. Unless you throw stuff at him using the force. Yeah, right. exactly. exactly. <laughs> Mentally not affected by the force. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, that's the thing is you, you can just, with these rich universes, you can tell as many stories as you can think up, mm-hmm. right? I mean, let's do one about the First Order. You know, I want to figure mm-hmm. out where the Jedis came from. You know, let's jump into that stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you have all these different things that, mm-hmm. that you can go into. There's so many doors with oh, so yeah. many species and races and that are just, like, shown throughout the movies that they never really oh you can tell on so it's like there's so many movie opportunities well, are the, they going to and the cool thing about star wars is you know i mean it takes place in this universe where literally almost everything is possible right so it's like yeah. you, you come up with a cool story you could probably fit it into a star wars universe you can and, get and it 
get yeah. outfit somewhere. Yeah. One of the things I was even considering, and I think it was probably a joke that they were going to make a movie or TV series about uh, Luke's aunt and uncle. That's is hilarious. That, is it real? Is it real? I don't know, but that would That's be funny. That sounds pretty good. But they, like, like an office style uh, show. But it, there, there was... What are their names? Uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt, Aunt Peru? Yeah. If you think about it, like there's got to be a like a really badass story behind them. Like they, they, How do they yeah yeah the, the what are the, the dangers that they've encountered while having Luke? yeah how do they how do they, they get died. Luke? yeah so brother like, of anakin skywalker right like, yeah and the fact that they know about uh, um ben kenobi it's like so they know who he is isn't That's there actually, something out there like called like the adventures of young luke skywalker or something maybe. like that I, I think you're thinking of I a, think that's or am I thinking of Indiana Jones I think you're thinking of Indiana Jones no you know what that's actually because now that I'm trying to think of it I can't remember this off the top of my head his aunt and uncle are those Anakin's family or is that Padme's family exactly also they didn't even touch on that on any of the other episodes. I'm trying to remember because at the end of Revenge of the Sith they just separate they them. separate them. they okay, say he's so got an aunt and uncle Right. Yeah. On Tatooine, and then but Pad or Princess Leia was adopted by with Jimmy Smith's character. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I don't think they say that she was adopted, or they don't tell her that she was adopted. They they, just, so they, in 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 Revenge of the Sith, they do say like, oh, like, you know, he's he's like my wife and I have always wanted a daughter. We'll take that's, her. That's true. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, but I I, I just I can't remember. I just don't remember what they say about the aunt and uncle if they said it was Padme's relatives or if it was Anakin's because Anakin just lived on. Well, did he live on Tatooine with his mom? I can't remember. Was that Tatooine? That was that's Anakin own... lived on Tatooine with his mom, so I'm assuming. So it's got to oh, be their so family. It's probably going to be Skywalker side. Okay. Thing, or the... So yeah, so the brother of the the brother of Anakin or the sister of Anakin. That would be a cool kind of story, yeah, you know. That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. And then they and then they learned later that they have the Force at some point. Who knows? <laughs> well, they can't because well, they, they can't. Die. Well, because they're dead. But Maybe I mean, they have like, kids. Maybe we yeah. didn't know about. Yeah, there's a bloodline. That See, <laughs> many stories to be told in Star Wars. Well, I think uh, I think we're wrapping up. Oh yeah, I think we're wrapping up now. <laughs> well, but um, uh, I guess we'll just do some. I, don't, I guess cl- closing thoughts. Arnold, do you have Arnold? anything you'd like to say and add before we start uh, doing our our bumps? <laughs> no, I think the, the next one I'll probably watch is Rogue One, and then. Um, that's a good one to watch. Next. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Yeah, uh, th- th- this was this was really fun. Um, <laughs> I think it's pretty hilarious. Like, you know, thirty going to be thirty six in a couple of weeks, and still have never seen seen this. But uh, it's never too late. But, but never man, too late yeah, to start. It was just man, really, really, really good movie. I'm going to be telling people. In the office, like, hey, you guys ever seen Star Star Wars episode? <laughs> a New Hope. <laughs> hey, man, you guys got to check that out. I just watched this really cool movie last night. It's called A New Hope. Star Wars: A New Hope. Just get out of you my time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you're gonna be the popular one at work. I, I know one person. I'm <laughs> gonna text uh, my friend. Hold uh, on, you handle Greg. all the sponsorships for Palm Spring Comic Con, <laughs> <laughs> and you never watched Star Wars before. You should like, be fired. <laughs> Because I went heavy, you know, eight, 1980s, 1990s stuff, and you know. What were you watching mm-hmm. that kind of halted you from watching Star Lakers. Wars? Lakers. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it was Lakers, Lakers, Raiders, Lakers, 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 Lakers versus the Bulls. Yeah, that, that that's when it was. 
Uh, actually, it was uh, Lakers versus Celtics. Pistons when, like, in oh, yeah. 80, 88, 89. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Ninja oh, yeah. Turtles, though, was huge for us. I mean, here's the thing about, like, like you and me and my brother. I caught Star Wars with my brother, and um, I caught Ninja Turtles with you. Now, uh, there's a lot of crossover with that, obviously, with, like, the Mirage Studios, like, teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. Where me and my young, me and my older brother got into the black and white, really dark, you know, bloody comic book. But then when Ninja Turtles came out, I don't think Donnie was really watching cartoons with us. He was just out of like out of like in the peripheral. But you and I were into it. Mm, we yeah. like I remember we would go over to our uh, grandmother's house. And we would like have our uncle re- record, like yeah. he's like show us how to record episodes of TV shows, just so we could re- watch reruns of Ninja Turtles, especially that first miniseries that came out. Yeah, well, I remember watching that one over and over. You know, Krang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Krang. <laughs> I remember. I remember you. 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 Like you uh, misunderstood what they were saying. That cra- what Krang was saying when he said, Krang, uh, climb on my back. And you're like, climb on my cookie. <laughs> I was like, how did you get that? How did you get the word cookie from back? Probably because I wanted a cookie at the same time. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I always made up shit. And, just to get uh, you want. <laughs> just, to, just to impress the friends and say you've watched Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, so yeah, should, should, we, should we end it with a rating system? Do you want to like yeah, scale a one to five? How many stars does it get, or something funky like that? I, I would say um, I would say a four. Okay, four out four, of what? Four out of five. Four out of five. Kind of getting close to four and a half out of five. Okay, I, oh, I nice. think that's um, pretty good rating. Had had it been, um, you know, had I had a really good night's sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, like like towards the end, you know, when they're um, when they're when they were like fighting, and uh, I was I was like kind of getting tired, to to be honest. Mind wandering <laughs> a little fine. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely mind wandering. It's a thing of the generation too. Any movie over like an hour and a half, if it's over yeah. ninety minutes, we start to kind of our ADD yeah. generation, you know, yeah, yeah. start to slip yeah. off. We're not as young as we used to. Be. Told you, man. I watched I watched The Irishman the other day. It's three and a half hours. Forget about it. Oh, man. The hate, the hateful eight. Oh yeah. The hateful eight was forever. That was a forever movie. I watch, I watch twenty minute YouTube videos of people just eating, and dang, I'm falling asleep (laughs) after (laughs) ten. Getting the food coma, even just watching them eat. Yeah. (laughs) Alrighty, well, this has been fun, guys. Um, I think we'll go ahead and include the bump section. Um, My name is Justin. Uh, You can follow me at shibby the zombie or you can follow my art page uh shibs 88 s-h-i-b-b-s-8-8 uh arnold arnold Colego. you can uh follow me on uh, ig or twitter or tiktok oh, at, Ar- at arnie Colego. Mm-hmm. a-r-n-i-e-c-a-l-l-e-g-o go ahead anthony uh yeah i i think i have social media stuff uh <laughs> I, I believe my twitter is i never use it it's toner 7076 toner with a three instead yeah, of an that e that sounds about right Ooh. that sounds about right and then uh, yeah you know <laughs> like to mix it up like that <laughs> so and then uh, my my instagram is just toner t-o-n-3-r follow me there 
And uh, yeah, uh, you could follow me on like so many different things <laughs> and <laughs> so many different accounts. Just type uh, in Alex and just follow all the Alexes. Yeah, just yeah. follow Alex Calego. Find find me on Instagram, Twitter. Actually, on Twitter, I think. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you could just find me like search Alex Calego. Um, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Grinder. Yeah, Grinder. Yeah, <laughs> T- Tinder, Grinder, Honey. Honey. Um, uh, <laughs> Couple Black Friday sales here. Okay, and there. Cupid. Pinterest. Yeah. Grinder. <laughs> Venmo is some money. I just signed um, up on Venmo. Gonna start a Patreon soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> find, uh, follow me on those. Uh, you could follow Palm Springs Comic Con on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, the, the Ghost, the ghost channel. channel is like well, the, the thing that we're doing right now. It's we're bringing that back. Yeah, I would like to thank events. the Ghost Channel for uh, allowing us to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, kind of like a, this podcast is kind of an offshoot of what we're doing. Yeah, on there. So yeah, uh, and Nikki, do you have any bumps? Do you want anybody to follow you? I want everyone to follow me, but I don't have anything exciting. It's just uh, me mostly. I only have one social media. It's Baby Nickel, B A B Y Y Nickel. There you go. Mm, there's a ton of pictures of me on there. So. <laughs> there is. There is a ton. Probably more than myself. So enjoy. So, so it's my alternate file. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, the, the intro and bump music. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's uh, uh, from Soft Sailors. You can find them on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We'll have a link. Check them out on Spotify. You can find you links, links in the description. Comment, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Did we decide what we're doing for the next episode? Or, or are we going to do Die, die Hard? I think I think we. I think, I think we I've might never do seen Die Hard it. because keep with the holiday theme. Yeah, keep oh, with no, the holiday theme. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's what I heard. We'll make a believer uh, out of you yet. Yeah. Well, we need to convince Nikki too. She doesn't believe I'm it's a Christmas I'm movie. The, I'm not on the Christmas movie Yippee train. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! I feel like because you show Christmas lights, it's a Christmas movie. It's not. No. A, you know what? I know it takes place. Obviously, it was it on Christmas Day or around. Yeah, it was Christmas. But it's like to me, that's just not. When I think of a Christmas movie, I think of like Elf, The Grinch, Home Alone, <laughs> Home, Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. But, but how? Okay, so how is Home? We'll, we'll get. Well, into this I got an idea. Yeah. We'll save that we'll discussion that. for the next, one, the next episode. It's already getting heated. <laughs> thank you, off. everybody, for joining us. Uh, to listeners, um, thank you for listening and tuning in, and we'll see you on the next Never Seen It podcast. <laughs>